It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. The counting continues, as it should, until every vote is counted. In Arizona, Democrats maintained their narrow leads on Thursday, but the races for U.S. Senate and governor were still too early to call, with about a fifth of the total ballots left to be counted. The incumbent Democratic Senator Mark Kelly led his Republican challenger, Blake Masters, by 5.6 percentage points while Democrat Katie Hobbs is holding a much tighter lead of just 1.4 points against Republican Carrie Lake in the governor's race. Democrats also still lead in the races for Secretary of State and Attorney General. And while a big tranche of results are expected by Friday evening, the counting will likely go on through the weekend in Maricopa County. That includes Metro Phoenix, and more than 60% of the voters in the state. Now, there's no historic precedent to go on because the results from that group went strongly Democratic in the 2018 midterms and strongly Republican in the 2020 election. So the races will hinge on whether those late-counted ballots look more like 2018 or 2020. Nevada and California are still counting, too, and those races must be decided before we'll know which party controls Congress. Speaking of elections, the disgraced, twice-impeached former president last week strongly implied that he's announcing his 2024 White House run Tuesday night. Now, after the dismal Republican showings in this week's midterms, many on the right, including some of his top advisors, are urging him not to do it. But that appears to have only strengthened his delusional resolve. In addition to claiming that his plans are still on, on Thursday night, the former guy unloaded on his former protege, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Yeah, that's the right's new darling. And so Trump issued a lengthy statement lashing out at the media coverage, calling DeSantis an average governor who never would have won in 2018 if I hadn't intervened on his behalf. Seriously, that last bit is important. Trump claimed DeSantis would have lost to Andrew Gillum, the Democratic nominee for governor in 2018, whom he disparages by calling a crackhead, had it not been for his intervention as president. Part of the statement read, quote, When votes were being stolen by the corrupt election process in Broward County, and Ron was going down 10,000 votes a day along with now Senator Rick Scott, I sent in the FBI and the U.S. attorneys, and the ballot theft immediately ended just prior to them running out of the votes necessary to win. I stopped his election from being stolen. What? So that means that Trump is either admitting to using federal resources, agents, to interfere in a state election, or he's lying about the whole thing, which is what he does anyway, but still, the popcorn is popping. Bring it on. In other news, U.S. inflation rose 7.7% year over year in October, But that's down from 8.2% in September and lower than the 7.9% analysts had predicted. So this figure just released represents the smallest 12-month increase since January. That's good news. However, the inflation rate still remains above the Federal Reserve's 2% target. So analysts are expecting the Fed to increase interest rates again next month, though by only half a percentage point instead of three quarters of a percent. Really? Well, the U.S. stock markets rose uh, the most since 2020 on that news on Thursday. 
But where there's good news, there's also bad. A federal judge on Thursday struck down President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program, declaring it illegal. The program was already on hold due to a separate legal challenge, but a new lawsuit filed by a conservative group called the Job Creators Network Foundation on behalf of two borrowers who didn't qualify for the debt relief, amazing, will delay student loan relief even further. Of course, it was a Texas federal judge nominated by the former guy that found that the executive branch does not have clear congressional authorization to create the student loan forgiveness program. The Biden administration is appealing the decision. As for the 26 million who already applied for the debt relief, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre issued a statement saying that the Department of Education, quote, will hold on to their information so it can quickly process their relief once we prevail in court. President Biden is in Egypt attending the COP27 climate summit. Biden proclaimed in his speech that the U.S. is back as a global leader on climate change following passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, which included around $370 billion in clean energy incentives meant to slash the use of harmful greenhouse gases. Saying the U.S. will do our part to avert a climate hell, Biden tried to reassure the world that the U.S. remains committed to confronting climate change. But developing nations are demanding that wealthy nations pay more to help them cope with the damage that they did little to bring about. Scientists on Friday warning that the world must cut emissions much faster to avert dangerous warming. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com. And please click on that donate button. 